Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading John chapter 4 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition and then we'll review the key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let us go ahead and get started. Jesus talks with a Samaritan woman. Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his son and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go, call your husband, and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands, and the men you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is Spirit, and His worshippers must worship in the Spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he would explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. The disciples rejoined Jesus. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, What do you want, or why are you talking with her? Then, leaving her water, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way towards him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, Could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life, 
so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another one reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done their hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Many Samaritans believe. Many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed two days, and because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. Jesus heals an official's son. After the two days he left for Galilee, Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honor in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover feast for they also had been there. Once more he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine, and there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told them, you would never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The men took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still in the way, his servant met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, Yesterday at one in the afternoon, the fever left him. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. This was the second sign Jesus performed after coming from Judea to Galilee. This is the end of John chapter 4. Now let us look at the quick takeaways. First we see Jesus identifies himself to the Samaritan woman who is an outcast and he tells her that he is the living water for people who thirst for him. By identifying himself to a Samaritan, Jesus is clearly interested in taking his message out to the Gentiles. The second takeaway, we see a nobleman approaching Jesus about his son who's sick and about to die, and Jesus tells him that he's well and to go home, which indeed, at the very hour, the son gets better. In summary, in this story we see that Jesus' ministry is first to the Jewish people, but then he's also reaching out to the Gentiles via the Samaritan woman, and in many other instances. So now let us end in a short prayer. Father God, creator of heaven and earth, we thank you for caring so deeply about us. Even though we are Gentiles and not part of your original chosen people, you have admitted us into your family, you have grafted us into your family, and have offered us the most precious gift of eternal life next to you in exchange for our faith in your Son, Jesus, who came down to this earth to die for us on a cross. We thank you, dear God, and we glorify your name always with all of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.